150, Pride of Jenny a half length, Amelia's Jewel moves up on the outside, takes Pride of Jenny, is coming clear, great pipe opener, bring on the Cox Plate, Amelia's Jewel, three quarters of a length, Pride of Jenny. Welcome to Beth Doctor, behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate, I'm your host Scoot, this is our biggest show for the year, outside of the Melbourne Cup, this will be an absolute cork, at Turnbull Stakes, Hill Stakes, worth a gazillion up in Sydney, John Walter joins me, have you slept? I have, mate. It was nice. You got me out of the house on Tuesday. Um, I thought this is beautiful. You, you invited me to golf. Didn't realise the greens were called the fairways accord, <laughs> and you'd been given a ninety percent discount, and that's why you invited us. But it was good to get some sun on the dungeon legs. No, nah, it was full tight odds and uh, minimum bet laws. It was terrible going out at uh, the Glades, but uh, fingers crossed. Uh, gee, you hit them well, and fingers crossed we can find a better deck next time. Looking for golf sponsors if there's anyone out there. <laughs> uh, big show today, so we'll try and uh, keep it quick. DK, uh, have you got out of the coma from last Friday? Heads up, DK. Fucking keep your mouth shut today, will you? <laughs> Don't waffle, talk shit. Um, sick beat, yeah, last Friday. was only a week ago, Scoot. Just getting over it now. Had another one, 440 to 250, as I just told you then. Go over yesterday. Oh. So, yep, punch drunk from it. But, uh, oh, all the big races home. But there is Gunbearer and Murtar on as well for the wide punters. So, do our best there. Nico, what about you? Yeah, going all right. We had a, an okay yesterday, day at Packingham. So, um, yeah, just chipping away. Spring, you just got to head down bum up, isn't it? It's really getting busy at the moment. So, uh, I feel like I've done form for 75 meetings. But um, we're doing our best. That's all, that's all we can do. Mate, absolutely on fire. I think uh, it's about four winners on top uh, from the yard yesterday. So a little bit of versatility there. Cranbourne switched to uh, the synthetic at Packenham. Just what uh, you love. Quick uh, look in the rearview mirror. Tropical Squall, Just Vine, Redina, the Randwick track. I thought it played a little bit leaderish and a little bit weird. Yeah, it was weird. Some people were saying the inside was off. And no, the inside was I thought it was pretty on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was very on. So, yeah, usually that's a sign that it was a fairly, fairly decent track like it but it was uh yeah i would have said inside was the place to be hanging mm. on all right mm. is he the first five over the line in the epsom mm. shocking all right you see the, all, you see all, the all tempo first, the, the, when yeah, was the last tempo. time they went out 15 yeah. below in an, in an epsom it just it just 100 proved that it was a, a saturday first five horses race. over the line all railed in run there's only mm. one horse one only one good run in that race don't worry about that it's just some uh real snoozy snoozy jockey rides i thought on at, at ramwick oh yeah i just it's a bit of a pandemic, the, the rider situation. I think there's a lot that struggle Fatigue. to make decisions at the moment. It's a very, very weird. It's just just weird environment all around racing. It's uh, like everyone, no target races. So horses, are they trying today? Are they not? It's just hard Skew to work if. everything out at the moment. Mm. Speaking of uh, jockeys on or off, D Lane, I say it nearly every week. He rides the valley as good as anyone. Probably rider of the week, Amelia's uh, jewel. I thought if Pat Carberry or uh, James Orman or any other rider would have been asleep at the wheel there, maybe Craig Williams would have taken a bit of initiative. He sort of tries to think about his rides and tactics uh, well, but um, that was probably the best ride I've seen for quite some time. D Lane, Amelia's Jewel, Melbourne boys. Oh, he put a dollar thirty-three favourite outside the lead. I don't know what you. It's a big deal, but <laughs> I think he was worried. He was worried about Froggy getting loose on the leader. I would have thought. Um, there was a race at Bendigo on Thursday where D Lane was on one eighty. Froggy's on Guerrero on the winner. Froggy did his usual lead, anchor drop, scoot, and 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 handled him, got him. And um, I think he might have been playing in the back of D-Lane's one. I don't want Froggy getting loose on this prior to Jenny. So, um, and I, again, the thing is, Scoot, you, they, it's how they jump. I mean, they've got plan A, plan B, mm. plan C. I was listening to J-Mac before. He said he's ridden Romantic Warrior three times and three different things have happened. You know, how it begins and patterns of the race. So, 
Um, I mean, punters would have been happy or whoever took multis or everything to just take luck out of the equation. Begins well, all right, I'll put it, put it outside the leader. But, um, yeah, class jockey, make, make, good, make good decisions. Just even Mark Zara, you would have seen him yesterday. Just... It made me think when I saw that on the run sheet, there was a race yesterday, a wash. Like, a wash is no good, right? It's no good. So I said, what's Zara going to do on this? And he just rode it. Beautifully jumped, sat, waited for that other thing to go forward so he could sit outside and said, I'll beat you home. Just a bit of elite class aspect to it. And I know that's what you're talking about there, Scoop, with D-Lane. But, mm, um, yeah, well, we, we ended up backing it on the um, BMYM. I said, Zara could just throw this over the line. Like, yeah. just put it in the spot and he's not much good. But like, he was just watching that first 400. It was just, yeah. he was just thinking, out of what, I just want this, I want this thing to go past me so I can sit outside it and then... Have something to chase yeah. and oh, that it was, just, a, it was just, a good ride. It's a leap. Did, did the know? same thing on To Be Frank. Like, yeah. they're a big bonus if you can get the guns on in those maidens and those kind of races at the moment, isn't it? Because they're just nearly auto bet, a few of those riders. So, um, yeah, absolutely killing it, Zara. Pays to go in with a plan A and a plan B by the sound of it into a race. Amy Lucas double yesterday, straight to the front. Some good watches there. How how crazy is it? Just go to the front, more likely to win. Yes, again, and like the last, uh, pattern was pretty established and they left one gaze alone in front with Timmy riding it and he just pulled their pants down. But he um, actually had a good chat to him after the races and he's like, oh, it's a weird track. You've really got to ride it a little bit ugly. Uh, if you're up in front, doesn't really matter. Even if you've control, like if you haven't controlled, you kind of got to skip a bit early there. Otherwise, mm. if they get in um, to the race off that that bank and get up to you, the leaders, they can sort of beat you. But if you sort of skip, it makes them a lot harder, and it make it makes a lot of sense. It's probably worth uh, taking into account going forward. Well, look, if you're not you've got your momentum up and the leader skip, even if you're behind the leader, it's probably the thing that makes the biggest uh, example of it. If if they walk. And behind leader, and then skip the behind leader. Never seems to get in the race. There, it's um, it's a funny little track that ran with Kenzo. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very momentum dominant. All right, going to be a, a big big show. So let's uh, skip quickly into uh, the menu here. Donny, he's on the merry-go-round a little bit lately for the show. He's bullish Saturday. He's going to launch into one. So uh, yeah, you get to put the mouth guard in for that one. I would have thought. Bit stiff with Molly Nickers in the flight. A while I thought it was uh, probably not Jamie's best. Another sort of ugly just floated race, wasn't back. it? Mm. Bit pretty passive ride. Yeah, another just an ugly race with a sort of stop start, and yeah, we sort of took the yeah the the favourite was the horse to take on. We all got that right, and. Kind of just the run of the race. The run of the race. The way it was and the tempo and all that. It's the horse Cheap, you want to be yeah. take, taken out of the race next time. Jay Collett probably gets it. Oh, for a spell, right? is it? Off yep. for a spell. Uh, yeah. Look to rise it instead of spelling. So oh, don't okay. think we'll see her again this spring. I think no, he, he said before the race that was his plan. That that, that was the that he oh. yeah, which was a little bit scary when he said you know this is probably the last one run we can get out of her. That's um. Yeah, she's a horse of the future. The other one, uh, the price had sort of gone by the time we did the show, but the inevitable. I thought it was the best run in the Epsom DK. No, as I mean, one I was alluding to before, Scoot, was there's only one horse mm. you want to be taken out of the Epsom. I mean, you look at all those ones in rails in run and just all had the nice suck runs, railed through, had all, all favours with no weight. And here's this thing just getting, finding every bit of trouble he could pour deeper airs and, mm. and still savaging the line, like being held up. It was just easily to hit and it was the run of the race for one mile. Yeah. So they run it that slow. 10 times, the inevitable should win it yep. 10 times. Yeah. Unlucky there. So the early shoppers uh, caught one there. Right, yeah. <laughs> the um, so it's going to be good. Uh, Hill Stakes this week, and we've got the Roman Consuls. So uh, big uh, difference in prize money, but I know which race looks the best to my eye. Uh, Nico ain't no deal done. Scratched at uh, two dollars thirty on Friday, but Allah then comes out and wins at five fifty on Sunday. Is that the was... race we spent ten minutes walking? Like we finally found a horse that's going to the race target oh. race that we know it's going to be in and winning it. 
<laughs> I, didn't, I saw it win. I was like, hang on, did this thing just back up? <laughs> Get the usual dad text. Surely you were on that, weren't you? <laughs> weren't you for the, on the Sunday? Of course I wasn't. Of course I wasn't. We all jumped off, didn't we, Nico? Yep. Don't and, talk about it. And <laughs> didn't it go any good? It's gone. It's gone enormous there on Sunday. It's gone like it's 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 it's, it's wine that horse. The, the the last furlong it pulled out there, like those forgot you and Sabag, they're good horses. Mm. They did their normal thing, like they cruised up, hit the line. This thing just coming out from behind them and just went whooshka. And then you look at the section and said, Jesus, all right. It just ate the line there. So oh because it was twenty one hundred at wasn't it? Banana. Yeah, so, it kept it at 18. Yeah, when it get, it's just going to savage again when it gets up to 2,000 or 20, whatever it gets to next start. It's got a good race in it, that horse, I tell you. Flying. One to follow, and hopefully uh, listeners of the show just followed it uh, blindly, uh, thinking that we still liked it on the Sunday. So uh, good luck to you if you did. Back at Az's back, he's uh, he's in first drop because he's going to go against Nick in Nico in one of the races here, and then he's going to uh, steam into the Gill guy. Uh, my segment's now going to be called The Kiss of Death. Zach on El Tivo did all the right things, put it into the race, but then uh, didn't get stoked we up until it was We destroyed it and then got absolutely blessed and then said, well, I'm not happy with this. Oh. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's off the boil a bit, and I did see some commentary on Twitter uh, yesterday and saw it with my own eyes. He's doing some funny things behind the gate, slapping horse around the head and all that sort of thing. So interesting uh, headspace, Zach, but he needs to sort of switch on ASAP. I think I'm going to drop back to my own grade. I'm going to go finding a moral at uh, Murray Bridge. So that had, uh, that's that's my benchmark grade, I would have thought. Top Sport Steamer, uh, Cove Leaker. Nelly got the chocolates as well. So uh, make sure uh, you check out Top Sport. They're a big sponsor of the show and uh, they've been uh, owned and operated by the Merlihan family for 40 years. They're definitely a bookmaker you can trust. Don't bother uh, signing up an account with all these new fly-by-nighters. I don't really bet you anyway and it's a waste of time. So make sure you uh, get around the Merlihans. And let's get straight into Flemington because it's a doozy of a card. And this is exactly why I love Nico. He's absolutely fearless. He's going to uh, steam into race two, which is the Maribyrnong Trial Stakes, 1,000 metres, all first starters. Blue Illusion's a favourite. Guess what? Godolphin Blue, $2.20. J Carr, Wolfgang's the second favourite, $4. Bodyguard, $5. Dublin Down, 7 Centre Square, 13 Ultimatum is uh, $19. Immortal Joy, 21 Royal Hill, 41 And 101 for Serons. Brett Kavanagh down in uh, Flemington, which is a uh, an odd one there. But Blue Illusions is a jump out. Nico, tell us why you like it. Yeah, we saw last week the two races in Sydney. You know, the two dollars twenty about this horse. He's probably not going to start that on Sunday. I expect him to start it's probably two eighty, maybe closer to three dollars. Uh, come the jump, but this is him, Blue Illusion. He takes the lead in this jump out, and I thought this is the only piece of work we've seen from him. But uh, this is a pretty slick time, 48. A lot of these horses have jumped out down the straight, so you get a pretty good line on them. Um, they go to 1,000 metres on race day, but this is very good work. He has Jamie Carr in the saddle here. Interestingly enough, the blue horse in behind him, Eject, actually tried really well at Cranbourne and beat a few of these horses who are running here, and he seems to have it well and truly covered. Hasn't really been asked for much of an effort here. You probably think here, like, oh, what's he got to offer? But he still wins the heat, and I think probably most notable about his work, if you just watch him through the line, he just keeps extending away from his rivals. Um, he's definitely got more left in the tank there, so... I thought in a race where a few of these I think are a little bit chinky, uh, he looks like a horse of mine that will run a 1,000 metres off that given his work through the line. Um, probably should position himself maybe outside the lead, hopefully he leads, but uh, there's not a whole lot of horses in this race that are real squibby. Um, so I, I think it probably won't be the, a race where they go overly hard. A lot of them sort of got back in their jump out. So I thought that horse he beat in the blue, Jack behind him, there's a really easy line to take. A Jack beat Ultimatum um, in its trial, beat it by seven lengths there at Cranbourne. 
then ultimatum went and jumped out against Wolfgang and I think went better than Wolfgang. Uh, the second pick who comes in here off winning a 650-meter jump out at Cranbourne. He's been highly spruiked. Uh, he's been everywhere in the media. I just can't trust 600-meter jump out form. And then he went to Flemington and he I thought he was probably, um, you know, he wasn't let off the chain there, but his work through the line wasn't very strong. And I think he's probably a real question mark at running 1,000 meters on debut. So... I was pretty happy to be against Wolfgang. Uh, I, I thought he was closer to like a, a $10 chance than a four. But Blue Illusion is definitely the horse to beat. Uh, bodyguard brings in the Sydney form, has to be respected given Espionage one. Should get a good run on the map. And I thought the other horse in play is probably double down or doubling down uh, Exceedance Cult. Damien Lane goes aboard there for Team McAvoy. Recent trial hour out was pretty good hitting the line. So Blue Illusion, the bet. I thought they were the main dangers and very keen to be against Wolfgang at the price. So. I think maybe 250 plus pollutions are probably a good bet. Beautiful. I can't add anything. Don't think DK would have. Walt, no. None. No, I think uh, we just blindly uh, follow you there, Nico, and appreciate the insight there too. So uh, obviously there's a lot of people that probably haven't gone into the depth there, so they can black back the Godolphin horse with a bit of confidence now. Uh, I'm going to get him in early. First drop, early wicket. Uh, Assalta, you've had a little bit of a freshen up. you got a menable um, beat, lost a leg. I tell you what, you just you find you finding more trouble than the uh, I don't know early settlers. I would have thought, but uh, welcome back to the show, mate. It's good to have you back, fresh faced. I believe so. I yeah, Buffalo River winning. Oh well, Buffalo River's winning. I'm losing, so that's right. You're gonna cop that, don't you? I think you do. It's One not thing as has no problem with is getting back on the bike. Mate. No, just keep running. He's handled. He loves it. Let's, uh, you're just sort of hijacking Nico's segment. So we'll go into the odds for the uh, Edward Manifold Stakes. Race four, 1600 metres, Legacies. Drawn 14, interesting fail behind Griff, if you can call it that. $3.90. Poifict, uh, good return, $5. Dasonic Boom, real line finding run. Last start, $6.50. Nodachi, $8. Kona Sana, $11. It's a dual accept or dual nominator. It's uh, in at uh, Mooney Valley also. Uh, Zadozi, $12. Aprila, $13. Uh, Basilene, at 16, surprising 18, and that rounds out the uh, the major chances. Uh, Coco Sun, I thought, might want a little bit further again, but it was a, a horse that caught my eye at last start. Repo, we're going to have a look at here. Nico, Kona Sana is the horse that you like in the uh, purple and white stripes. Yeah, this is the Oaks trial. This is 1,800 metres, so she's back to 16. This is a very slowly run race. Um, I think this filly is just looking for a faster run race. thought she was good to the line late, fastest last 200 metres of this race, and uh, I don't think there's a lot between a lot of these fillies. None of them are jumping off the page as superstars. Legacies was well beat the other day. There's probably a question mark around her form around V8 and if she's even come up this campaign. And I just thought Konosana probably hits this race at the right time. I think she'll find a faster tempo here over a mile. You get J-Mac, barrier number four. Um, I think she'll just put herself in the spot and hopefully at a faster tempo, um, she can probably come right back into play having that 1,800-meter run. So I thought in a deep race where the Caulfield lead-up looks a bit scary, Legacies, you know, where's she at? And then a few other horses just don't look good enough. Uh, I thought around sort of double figures, Connorsana's just going to be in the right spot, right man for the job. And uh, she's already had a look at Flemington. So I thought there was a few positives there for her. You wouldn't <clears throat> you wouldn't run Friday night, Nico? And she's evens on Friday night. Well, back her in either. She runs Friday night, you're better. And if if you owned her, where would you run? Even money in a $60,000 Mooney Valley or give her have a good crack at the Edward Manifold? I think she can win the Edward Manifold. Manifold. Worth, worth a, a lot more, so it'd be, give her a go be going there. there. Mm, plenty of time to collect the other prize money. Uh, let's have a look at uh, the Legacies race. Uh, and Nadarchi comes through this one. These are the two horses that uh, Azza likes. Talk to us, Yeah, Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie, so they went seven and a half lengths above 
in the first section here, um, and ran home below par. Um, I just thought legacies early in this race, it had a poor recovery. No wonder, because Jamie's car, Jamie Spar, honestly, has had it working that hard around the bend, three wide, on the speed. Um, I'm surprised it didn't run last, to be honest. So um, I thought it was a pretty good run there. Um, I do think it's a bit overhyped, but at $4, I, I do think it's a decent price here. The, the gate is sticky. I assume they'll want to go back and take a sit. Just that she jumped so well. If they do do that, I thought she was a bit of a risk. Um, I do really like this Philly Nadachi. Um, she she ran as a two-year-old behind Legacy's only beat a length at Cranbourne. On this prep, I, I really think she's improved. Um, first up at Mooney Valley in that inhibitions race, so she was hooked back to last, uh, had no luck um, up on the fence. And, uh, and and run a nice seventh. And then in that Legacies race there, she was also up on speed on that hot speed. And although she got a better run than Legacies, I, I just liked her last 100. I just liked how she just kept running through the line. And you got to remember that race is against the boys, against the Griff form line, which I think is a hell of a lot stronger um, than that race at the Sonic Boom and, and Poifix coming through. I love Poifix, but I just think they're setting in a big task here, second up 1,600 metres group two. Um, so I want to be against that out of that 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 race versus the Colts on these two. I do see what Nico's saying on Konasana. I just had it pegged for for Friday where I thought that it would just win. Um, but you're right, maybe they want to need a fast speed and they've got a good gate and then they get black tight with her. Maybe they do run here. She she would be a I wouldn't rule her out at odds either. But I'm really keen to back the bracket here. I'm gonna I'm gonna back the dart here as my primary bet. I'm not gonna lose on legacies. Yeah, I haven't really got a strong opinion. DK, is there anything that catches your eye in these? Uh, no, nothing on my arm. The jury's out on legacies the other day. Oh, no, oh, no, but if there is an excuse, yeah, that's what, what um, as I said there, that car torched it, made it work too hard, second up, just wasn't fit enough, which you can find with a few moody horses. Um, but, uh, geez, moody favourites, we're thin with me. We're very thin with me. They just knock up getting rolled. I've mentioned that umpteenth time on the show. So, um, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's sort of legacies and uh, with the jury out, I mean, I'll, I'm, not, I'm happy to sort of look at Nico and that, at the, at the value in that race. Yeah, Coco Sun, as I said when I was reading the odds out, that was the horse that appealed, but might be 1,600 metres, might be a bit sharp for it, but might be a sneaky one for the uh, the early quaddy. If you're taking an early quaddy with Scooty's big quaddy numbers. You want to talk yet, Big Red, or are you just oh, in shell shock? I'll see more of you, mate. You go, Scooty's special, Scooty's moral now, Scooty's quaddy. yeah. When's the big six? I don't know, I'm just taking after Gordo. Gordo's moral, Scooty morals. I thought Gordo just like pen, 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 moral. I didn't think he was a quaddy man. I don't know what he does, but I love Jamie Spar. Jamie Spar. Jamie Spar stays on it. She stays on it again. That's on your vest, I reckon, uh, Azza. All right, if you want uh, Nico's um, analysis, make sure you jump into uh, the littlebirdie.live shop and get all aboard his $25 a week telegram service. It's critical, and he's uh, making some great late decisions, and uh, all the two-year-old forms are starting to pop up, so you get a really good line on those uh, really immature horses and lightly race horses and see how they behave because a few of these things can go to pieces early in their career. And uh, it can definitely sway you one way or the other, and it's been uh, good going of recent times. So he's got plenty of subs at the moment, and uh, there's good reason for that. Let's go into uh, race nine at Flemington. This is uh, one of your other bets for the day. Uh, the Guy Stakes over 1,200. Star Patrol, $2.50 in from 270. Jigsaw, 
460, say Magic, 550, Triple Missile, 850, Showmanship, 14, Outlaws of Revenge, 16, Zatori, still going around $17. And I'll pull up, uh, I'll definitely pull up there. Cause for concerns being up longer than I have. Well, I'd be getting dizzy as well. That's so, yeah, the, the trainer, the trainer, mate. It'll be up for another six months. Don't worry about that, Walt. Unbelievable. The trainer loves sending them around, doesn't he? Just races Crazy. them. Just loves 20, going the 25 races. star preps. Love it. Just loves suiting up, old Sean. <laughs> Maverick. Yeah, he's a beauty, isn't he? Oh, loves having a bit. Uh, let's have a look at uh, the last start replay of Star Patrol here. Yeah, look, this is an absolutely extraordinary win. They went out 12 lengths above. Um, James Zahar went on the inside. He sat on the snapper's back. It was gone with 400 to go. It had to had to go for home. It's out there on its own. Uh, and you're going to say King of Sparta's obviously taking ground off at rate, but that's King of Sparta and Benedetta taking ground off. I mean, they're both good horses. Um, first up, 1,200. He's entitled to get a bit tired with how hard they went. Uh, I just thought that's an outstanding win, uh, even though he was getting eaten up on the line. Uh, yeah, if you go back to this horse's Flemington for some of the ratings I've got it running, uh, absolutely enormous uh, when it was when it went from Newnham to McDonald. Uh, I think 1,200's good for it. Uh, you know, in the autumn, you could say he was a little bit underwhelming, but, but we are talking... Um, Oakley plates and new markets there. Uh, so he went to that group too there. And I just think this is a very, very, very average race. Um, there's only a couple of other horses in it. I'm just saying jury's out, say Majik after that first up run, but she has jumped out well. I just want to see her do it. Uh, and I just thought Jigsaw is a different horse now. Uh, I'm not ruling it out. I'm on the top two here. I'm, I'm, I'm unloading Star Patrol. I'm saving Jigsaw. Uh, and if Samajik beats me, I'll cop it. Nothing else can win. I think Samajik's the definite danger, and I can see why you've landed on Star Patrol. Melbourne boys? Oh, extraordinary win first up. You know, like how fast they went early. Like they went 10-8 or something early. In the first section or something like that, like, or 10, they, I don't know, what, I can't remember what it was, but they flew. You had Najim Sahal down the inside, snapper. Like, just going crazy. And he was up there with him and then had the temerity to stick on and win the race. Um, you know, if he just you know, comes out from gate 11, just cruises a much more suitable tempo, controllable tempo early then. Um, and if he was going to feel his um, his throat up, it would have been there, wouldn't it? You know, how fast they went. So he's he's obviously come through that well. Um, yeah, he looks uh, – I, I, yeah, he's a whiz down there. He's just an absolute machine down the straight, that horse. Nico, Yard, anything to yeah. add? Well, he had a little bit of improvement to come first up, but my knock probably with that race was I didn't think anything else was close enough to win it. Like he was the horse that was in the best spot. Benedict and King of Sparta were way too far back to win the race. So, And King of Sparta nearly beat him. So well, I can see the love at like $2.50 with his figures. He's already done down the straight, but he didn't beat much that day. And it's probably a bit of a, a figure that's been overhyped, that 1,200-meter mm. win. So. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't think there's that much between, you know, horses like him and Triple Missile. Like, Triple Missile was a big run last spring in a race like this. He wasn't all that far off on coming James in the Rubiton. You know, Star Patrol wasn't all that far off him in the, the Oakley Plate, about two and a half lengths, two lengths. So, yeah, look, he's, he's an easy horse to find off, off last start because he's a winner and you've probably got to be, you know, looking for a few other horses that have their chinks. Like, Triple Missile's only had one run for bloody nearly 12 months. But, um, yeah, I just thought he was, he was best positioned to win that race because Benedetta and King of Sparta were too far back, I thought. But all he can do is win, I suppose. Jigsaw does look a bit of a question mark, 1,200 metres. Uh, first up, maybe better at 1,000. But, 
Yeah, I don't know. It seemed a trappy race for mine. I'd be happy to lay Jigsaw, and I sort of went looking for Triple Missile, but oh, Jamie might be in the spa there. She might just get back and lost, and she might not well, off. That's the thing, too. Like that, It's not as if they got lost, those horses. He, he did the work him. to be 10 in front of them. You know Burned what I mean? That's what, yeah. My only worry is that he hasn't been lying down for three weeks since it. Mm, gut buster. If, if he shows up and does that, good luck beating him. Mm. Yeah, my comments were saying, it was make sure you back this horse second up uh, off that long run. I thought she was huge behind Benedetta. I thought she was entitled to get within two lengths. So I'd happily Dutch uh, two and 14. But I think, uh, yeah, I think everyone at the consensus here is uh, Star Patrol is the horse to beat. As a, I love it. As uh, that's your two races. Anything else around the grounds that you want to talk about? Jeez, oh, there's a lot to get through. Um Bart Cummings is obviously an interesting race. If, if First of All gets a run, I'm, I'm pretty keen to take $4, but I'm not sure it's going. Uh, Magic Time in Sydney is one I want to go looking for. If that was Ramwick, you'd just be unloading Magic Time. Just probably want to see how the track's racing. But tr- true Rail shouldn't be too bad, but I agree. $4 seems more than fair. I had some serious rain in Sydney last night. I'm not sure what they got at Rose Hill. Uh, so, and it's quite fresh. So, I think. Might not be a bone hard Rose Hill leaders track. I'm thinking with six Rail at Tree. the moment. Yeah, it's a six at the moment, is it? Six at the moment, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, sun's out but fresh, so um, see how we go. But um, yeah, they're, they're a couple, but yeah, I haven't done all the work to be honest. Uh, it's a bit of a bit of a trap day or Turnbull day. There's a lot of roughies that can get up or, or run, you know, run, run better than expected. So trying to find those. I tried in the Turnbull, but but couldn't find one. Well, which do you know which way Goldman's going? Bart Cummings or Turnbull? No, you got no idea. Well, I don't. It's an emergency, isn't it? Yeah, he's emergency for the Turnbull. So I actually thought um, I haven't looked at what price it is um, for the Caulfield Cut, but I think if West Wind blows, um, if West Wind blows, runs well in that Turnbull. You know, he could really, you could see him potentially starting favourite in the Caulfield Cup. And the odds for the Caulfield Cup at the moment are ridiculous. I mean, however, without a fight, Francesco Guardia is $6 at this time. Um, it's going to be extremely strong. Call. I think the Caulfield Cup is going to be the race in the spring. The Cox Plate looks cast, um, <laughs> in my view. And that, geez, they'd be praying Romantic Warrior runs well because if it fails and goes home, the Cox Plate is. Um, He's going to Even be a very, very, up. very average race um, looking at the market. So um, what do you got, Cox? Is Amelia's jewel going the Cox play? Would have thought. Apparently. Mr. Brightside, Amelia's jewel, Mr. Brightside, the third favourite's Militarise. Alligator blood. Well, I, mean, I think Militarise is the one to beat. Really? Yep. That's how bad I think the Cox plate is. I think it's the valley. It's clearly the one to beat. I'm just worried that it's so weak without a fight, it's going to end up going to the Cox plate instead of the Caulfield Cup. I'm pretty certain they won't. Yeah. Like, like they, well, as you said, if it falls away, but they're hell bent on because I've, yeah, just chatting with them, they say well, definitely not going to clash with Alligator Blood. So that's always his goal. And that's their number one goal is the Caulfield Cup. Tell you what, if I own party, I'd be going to the Cox plate. Well, that's that's what I mean. That militarised and Stepati are the. They're probably yeah. It's hard to split them at the moment. I think militarised could be pretty scary. So, if it beats militarised in the Caulfield Guineas, whatever one I'd be happy to back in the Cox Plate. I think 
Stapati will be beating Miller Trizone in the Caulfield Canisio. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to bet against you as well. I'm putting Helmut on for this. <laughs> I, I was off Stapati. I'm on. I'm on now. Uh, okay, Rick. Hey. I'm is on. Oh, that, was Mac, a, that, was a huge, that was a huge win the other day. That was a huge win. Imagine Azza and Rick in a bar together cheering one home. Be a sight to behold. Don't book me. Azza and Rick. That's harsh. With that's cheering to party home in the Cox Plate, like just the two of them. I'd, I'd need the I'd need the earmuffs like these big big boppers. Muffs on. Tell you what, if I lost, I wouldn't be sucking about it. Just <laughs> j- jumping in lakes and stuff on the Gold Coast and all that See sort Colonel of stuff. Sanders jump in the lake at the Ryder Cup. That was the weirdest thing. Like some sixty-year-old dude just run across the green and jump in a lake. There's some weird cats out there. That could be me if I get beat at <laughs> Murray Bridge on Saturday. Yeah, Murray <laughs> Bridge. That's where you. Belong. All right, boys. Hey? Thanks, All right, as thanks, Az. Good luck. Yes, I appreciate it. Have a good one. See ya. There he goes. All right, Walty McWalt. Um, as he said, uh, Sydney's copped a bit of a uh, bit of a hammering. At least Flemington's going to be a good four. Uh, I'm glad I did the form for the only Group One race down there. He didn't even get a start, so that's all right. Next, okay. Uh, we Sydney, can talk about there. later. It's in some of the big oh, bets. In- that's why I steer the show. Okay. Because yeah, just got a good handle on it. I just I needed to keep the show rolling along. If we kept Azza in there for a full preview, we could be here for a while. It's worth it. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be a, a soft five or a little bit of sting out uh, on Saturday. Let's have a look at the market for the Roman Consul race five. Maybe there's a horse that can uh, go into the Everest from here, but uh, who knows? Osmosis now racing in the China Horse Club colours, I see. $2.50. King's Gambit, four eighty. Celestial Legend, $5. Barber, 7 Royal Tribute, 7 Balkans, 11 Namesake, 19 Mexico, 41 That's a field. Let's have a look at the last start uh, finish of Osmosis, Celestial Legend, so they went um, a bit slower than I thought they would here, and, and Royal Tribute sort of never travelled. So I'm saying he didn't back up, and um, uh, Osmosis sits outside here first up. Royal Tribute had had the run. It doesn't push button accelerate, but they are sprinting. You know, like they do come home above, so probably going a little bit quicker than it looks and sort of kicks in late and too strong. Celestial Legend down the outside, namesake every chance. Barber right down the outside just got warm late from a after being taken back from a wide gate. And I didn't – like so Royal Tribute's actually nearly – as strong as anything on the line, which is really weird, but a good setup for this race. 1,200, probably, you know, let's say it's going to be a four or five. I don't think it'll be much worse than that, but it'll be a fairish track, a rail true. If 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 I've got it right and Royal Tribute was a bit flat there, I, I see him pinging here and really setting it alight. I want to see Osmosis with a sit, but the way this barrier draw works out, it looks like she's going to be doing the chasing again, um, Schumacher. So, if Royal Tribute gets along and um, OSL and she, or just at his heels, an OSL or you know having to do the chasing again, True Rail, and that the the grey Celestial gets a Legend. Drop on them all. Well, it was four days off for a trial there where it sort of got bashed to the line in a trial. It was very rushed to get to that race, and if he's come through it well and you know extra hundred meters, Rail True, a bit more tempo. Yeah, he's the one I'm. I think he can get over the top of them. It's um. It's interesting. Like I, I yeah, I, I don't know why King's Gambit's in the race. I, I don't like it at all. It's a flea, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's a thousand meter horse. You know what? what take it or leave it. I think that's what it is. Maybe you know nine fifty five at the valleys. It's go. I did say that, and I got laughed out of your chat room nearly. Was that it? Was that another yeah, horse? Yeah, I said horse, that it should be yeah. going. It's a set of golf clubs. Horse is that what you call? Is that what you get? For yeah, the I would have thought it's a flea. Of golf well, it's, it's flea's tough. You know, tough. That's tough. But um, Barber drawn the inside can settle closer. But I don't think that's the spot you want to be in in this race. I think he's probably one that wants to be where I hope Celestial Legend will be, which is sort of running line, getting to the middle, 
And uh, yeah, I think you'll get six dollars plus Celestial Legend, and you know it's, it's maybe each way. And this race looks a bit to nothing. He's going to be super strong. I wouldn't be surprised if Royal Tribute actually improved just to destroy me mentally after being on it each way in that race last start. But yeah, Osmos is deserving favourite. But I just I'm concerned that last hundred that this uh, this Celestial Legend is going to be powering home. I think yeah, it's a great little race. Hmm. I can't see anything outside of Osmosis or Celestial Legend getting close. I think it's going to be a duel between those two horses. He's so raw, Osmosis, the bloody exciting horse. And then hmm. Celestial Legend, wow, it just looks like 1,200 will be a pick. What does he do? Like, it'd be interesting. It, I, I don't really want to find a, a horse coming out of this race backing up seven days later, you know. So, But there's every chance one of them may end up in the in the Yulong slot potentially. So. Hmm. He's just so great. I just don't know if you want to kill a horse like that. Might just come too soon for him. What do you boys think? Any opinion on the Roman Consul or an opinion on King's Gambit? You've seen the horse Nico recently. Yeah, he pulled his head off down the straight at Flemington, was only beaten sort of three lengths, maybe not in the superior form. This this does look pretty good form, you know, so it's a legend of osmosis, but recent trial was quite good. Sitting back in the field, I think from seven, they'll try and take him back to last and loop the field like they have in his trials. Uh, Thought osmosis could probably improve a little given, I thought he was a bit off balance at key stages in that race last start. Um, but Celestial Legend did look like the sort of black book. He'd love Ramwick for Celestial Legend, but uh, he can definitely be, be figuring like good race. I'd be surprised if anything go the Everest. Sounds like all the Everest slots are, are taken unless something drops what, out. You're so, who? Uh, what, the, that mare? Alcohol? Or? Will they? Yeah, they'll take her for Will sure. They? I guess they have to, do they? They spent $10 million on her. Why wouldn't you take her? Why wouldn't you just spend they- another 20 on Imperatories and throw it in? Yeah, well, I'd rather do that. <laughs> I think they've already showed their hand. Yeah, so, something will come out late, though, won't they? There'll be a last-minute scandal, or something will pull up bad. Or I'd be surprised if any of these are in there taking the slot. Well, who else are they going to take? That's right. There's nothing left, is there? Like, who are you going to take? Mm. Anyway, absolute uh, cracking race. So, nuts on the line. Celestial Legend, Osmosis, either two. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like, yeah, if yeah, if I had to bet and and was worried about not collecting, I'd be unloading Celestial and saving Osmosis. Otherwise, I'd probably just back Celestial. Great way to be. All right, race eight at uh, Rose Hill. It's the Alan Brown Stakes. No one knows who he is, um, but uh, if you tweet it in, I might send you a, a, a sweater or a jumper or a, a hoodie or something. But uh, we've got no idea. I think there was a story. I just I, I really struggled to click on them. Got no idea who he is. Waterford's a favourite, know all about this boy, $5. They saved it. I think they've saved it because they know it doesn't run a mile. 1400 looks delicious. They saved it from an Epson. Yep. Winning an Epson. Well, this is worth High quality, time-tested, $1.5 million race yeah, for yeah. a $1.5 million Allen Brown stakes. Looks a great bet at $5, in my opinion. Cepheus, $5.50. Alentia, Nico's horse, $7.50. Detonated Jack, $8.50. Argentia, $10. Roots, first up, is a sneaky, sneaky Waller. Cathel, sneaky as well, $12. Palmetto, $14. Lions, Raw was a nice run last start, $21. Bandersnatch, $26. Cuban Royale, uh, been racing well, $26. Spangler, $26. And that's about the chances. Let's have a look at uh, Palmetto's, the ruffie that uh, you think is value here. Punch in the breeze. So Democracy with- Manifest back last mm. defence. Uh, probably should have won the Epsom, arguably. Did get the rails run, like DK said. Probably been lucky to win it, but probably should have won it. Palmetto's the one in the blue coming up four wide. Second up, a horse that takes a few runs to to really hit his straps and probably look the winner here, but a dynamic turn of foot from Democracy Manifest, and he's just way too good late, which doesn't surprise me. You know, this is a horse I probably wanted to find in a mile race um, next up, Palmetto, with a similar run. I think he peaked there, but 
there's a there's a number of horses in this race with that sort of similar setup that this seems like an afterthought race, but it's worth so much money they've they've thrown it in. And I agree that Waller's probably saved Alentia and and Waterford for this race. Uh, they're both dangerous, but I, I just think this guy with a soft draw, fifty two and a half. I'm not a big weights person, but for these sort of horses, I am because they can be ridden a little bit more aggressively. And you know, I think back to fourteen hundred. If he gives him a similar ride, like if he hits the front at the three or four hundred here. I think he's going to be definitely in the finish at at fourteen dollars. It just seems it's a more price driven play for me, and it ticks every box except for the distance. And if something out sprints him late, I'm taking fourteen dollars each way. I'm not taking short price. So, you know, if Waterford or Alentia somehow get um, beautiful rides, they're going to be dangerous. A bit like Democracy Manifest was there, but I, I think this horse is is really well placed at odds. And even Wild Planet from out wide, it's a, a Tamerlane's come out of this race, so there's not a, a heck of a lot of tempo. And, um, yeah, it's not a bad uh, – it's, it's a big price chance as well, I think. But uh, I'm very surprised if Palmetto doesn't run a huge race at odds. Mm. Any thoughts down there? No, it looks a raffle to my eye. Charterhouse is going well, but might be better suited at Flemington. Mm, I think that will go to Flemington. Early money's been for it. Better drawn, yeah. and I think John Allen takes the ride in the Paris Lane Stakes. Mm, I thought 19 gate apprentice book doesn't seem like a you know first option play, does it? Seems like it's sort of the backup potentially. No, yeah, I, I thought Waterford would be super hard to beat here. I thought Cepheus is poorly weighted. Um, and yeah, Root's very scary. I agree with Walt. If you, ha- if you had someone like Tim Clark or someone who you knew was just going to put Palmetto right in the spot, I'd be uh, I'd be horned up as well at around the $15 mark or $14 Palmetto. I think it's a great bet. And Lions Raw. Oh yeah, if he was first up into this or something like that, I just don't know whether he's the same, isn't he? he like that's probably you want him at a mile further. plus, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real bugger. And he's gonna, a, yeah. Whereas he's gonna get further back. At least Palmetto's gonna be on speed. Hopefully, mm. should be. I can see, I can see Waterford starting four dollar favorite here and getting absolutely smashed in betting. And Preble being lazy and back back in the field and flashing and running a nice fourth. And you guys lighting up Twitter for another week. Beautiful. All right, so I'm going to be uh, Team Waterford and I'll just go down uh, sooking. Racingwatch.com.au for more of Johnny's stuff. Um, he has been on a few of our streams and he's been quite successful uh, on those. So you can uh, follow his Telegram tips or his Discord channel. They talk about everything in there and it's uh, 24-7 punting. They can't been... wait for this yes-no vote to be over so that one gets dismissed oh, God, from the chat room. Like... sort of just raising its head a bit, isn't it? It's uh, it's scary. So that's on Everest Day. So Peter Valandy's not happy with that. Takes uh, a bit of noise. I thought away what he might do was make everyone have to come to Ramwick to do it. Yeah, just have a poll. He's probably got polling boost at the track. No doubt. He, he'd have every base covered. All right, Scooty's moral this week. Couple of uh, sick beats of recent times. More like pilot error. I'm going to put it down to uh, not ability, but Murray Bridge Race Five, Murray Bridge Cup on Saturday looks uh, sensational racing there. Couple of uh, DK and Nico's horses jumped the border here, so they'll be across a few of these. Dublin Journal is the favourite here. This is a, uh, I think it's about a benchmark seventy or seventy four two thousand meter race, and Dublin Journal's a favourite here for the Hayes Camp five dollars hoops five dollars the map five fifty. What's my name? George seven, Ishi Bandsand eight, Oath of a Murder eight fifty, uh, Ammo More is ten dollars, and Eureka's Victory is eleven. Horse I like here, and I was petrified when it uh, sort of flashed here. It's uh, hard ridden early, and uh, it's just in the blue with the white cap, and that Chicago Storm just out in front. And the start prior, it was uh, it was running behind a horse called Lord Vadivostok. So. 
Chicago Storm and Lord Vadivostok, they're in the main event. They're in the Murray Bridge Cup, which is a pretty strong race. So a lot of those horses that were in the Balaclava Cup uh, with Ironclad and those sort of horses, that's uh, these sort of form lines. And now this horse is proven out to 2,500, the map in the uh, the blue there. Yeah, you never it's, mentioned what horse you were actually looking at or talking about. You mentioned every other horse in the race and where they were going, but not the horse you were interested in. The map in the blue with the uh, the white, white cap, cap gets yeah. third up 2,000 metres here, which is uh, perfect. Uh, it was beaten eight lengths to a tissue in the matriarch, so they've always thought this horse has got ability. I think it just tapered off last prep, and uh, this this time in they've gone 1,200, 1,400, and I think she's just got uh, the turn of foot just to knock these all out at uh, 2,000 metres. There's a couple of dangers um i think oath of a murder's up and going and flying they've got panel now so they get a jockey upgrade there um what's my name george had uh, has had everything go its way the last couple of starts hoops was a pretty good win it uh, i think it was at uh, seymour but i think it was just sort of running past tied horses uh, to my eye it sort of sat back looked like a massive win but it goes jay mott to uh, kayla crowther and she's drawn inside too and uh dublin journal uh is uh, also in that form line so uh, she went sort of past him um he looked like he was sort of standing still there so i think uh, the map is an absolute cracker here i do i did see um, TRB went up $11 this horse, the map, and I was kicking myself that I uh, I didn't get there quick enough. But uh, $5.50 is a good price. I th- what about this bloke, DK? Like he makes us look like a complete amateur when it comes to pain. It's halved its price. Benchmark 74, 2,000 metres at Adelaide on a Saturday, gate one, and it's called the map. It's just absolutely going to be bock. Oh, this is, mate, this is pain central. I love it. And, yeah. he, and he missed the eleven dollars because he wasn't ready a millisecond after it opened. Well, he, yeah, you want to get those if it ever, uh, ever exists. If it yeah. ever existed, yeah. Three dollars fifty. I reckon it's closer to sort of three dollars fifty chance tops. This horse. I just think it's a perfect setup. And if they go fast or slow, it doesn't really matter. This horse will uh, be roaring home, and it's just much stronger form that she's coming coming through. And the horse has just come back in terrific order. So that's uh that's my moral for the I'm week. But, uh, I don't know if you boys have got any race. thoughts on the the Melbourne visitors. Dublin Journal or, or Hoops? Oh, Hoops, Hoops looked in foal first up, so she improved a lot second up to win, but Knocked she's not much play good. A, play a sacred bull. I was on sacred bull. And as soon as it hit the front, there was Hoops down the outside. Anyway, but, yeah, she, I don't know about drawing in for it. No, she's not much good. Hmm. She's got Tassie form. I think she That's was second in the Tassie Oaks back in the day. Adrian Knox runner, beaten 13 behind Arts. Yeah, I think she's uh, just a horse. So I think uh, the map's the way you want to go there. So I'll take that as a, uh, a vote of confidence. Uh, make sure you use punningform.com.au to do the form. Uh, I can uh, go into any jurisdiction. So uh, Murray Bridge, uh, I can go to Sydney and Annoy Walt. I can go up to Brizzy and uh, terrorise Donny. And I can go to Provincials as well if I want to uh, give DK's uh, markets a bit of a knock around too. So make sure you check out punningform.com.au. Perfect for the pre or the post race stuff. New sponsor, if you're watching uh, the show on YouTube, you can see their little logo there. Big thanks to uh, Tassie Racing, Form Plus Pro, for getting around the boys. So their, uh, their summer carnival kicks off tomorrow, Nico. And uh, I tell you what, the Launceston track looks in uh, great condition. I saw something uh, during the week, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a clip up there. But uh, yeah, it looks great. Look, look good when they had recent trials there. Uh, yeah, Launceston, good track. I love Launceston, Devonport. Hobart's probably a little bit harder, but Devonport seems to be the joint that shoots pretty straight. And then Launceston, you get a you got to find the right trainers there. But um, Hopefully we have. Uh, we're going to find a couple of black bookers, courtesy of Taz Racing, Nico. Uh, race one is the 1,200-metre maiden, and Stone Cold Stunner is the horse that you like here. Run us through why you like this horse. 
Oh, we liked it last start. It uh, missed the start, got well back in the field. Uh, here it is in the yellow, circling the field. Um, it was sort of two sixty out to three dollars thirty, and was just set a very big task. The leader's Alma J, who's just sort of got away from him. Uh, just tough on speed horse. Um, music is in behind there in the yellow as well. Um, it's sort of you know around the mark in these sort of maidens. This was Stone Cold Stunner's first run for Glenn Stevenson. It's come home huge. They went out very fast in this race, nine lengths above or nearly 10 lengths above to the 600 the leader went. And this horse has still come home in the sixth fastest last 200 of the day. Uh, had a really good trial leading to that in previous form with Ma Eustace. Um, she managed to run third at Pakenham, fourth at Mornington, uh, fourth at Cranbourne, and then ran in a really strong race at Mornington was only sort of beaten four lengths. So going back to Tassie is a long way back in grade from those sort of maidens, DK, and uh, this filly, they recent purchase for the stable, Cody Jordan isn't flying last 100 runners. She's going at 2%, but um, she did ride a winner last Sunday in three seconds, so she might just be ready to turn the corner and having had to sit on that horse first up, uh, maybe one that can improve your second up from the draw. So following our money, we're on first up, and I uh, think we should be betting again. Yes, well, as I said to you, appreciate it, Nico. This sells turned up in the online sale, and I had a real good look at it. Uh, because I heard Dave Eustace give it a, a little push one of those races, whether it was the Packenham race or the one after it. And um, she did a couple of nice things at her first couple and just oh, I was a bit worried about that last run and what she, where she was going to go. So anyway, she went pretty cheaply and looked at the new stable, as you guys can happen, blank canvas and ridden a bit differently and stuff like that. So uh, especially back in grade, that's what I was going to do if I bought her right back in grade. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, she looked good. But oh, Cody Jordan, yeah, she came over here for us, had a stint at McAvoy's or Ballarat. And oh, I got caught on a couple. She went to Warwick Nabil the first time. Is it a he or a she? Go, she, she. She, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, never ridden Warwick Nabil before. That was bloody obvious uh, when I went first time there. But anyway, back to uh, back to Black Shorts down there as she knows how to ride. Well, she she won the premiership down there, I think, two seasons ago. So she's um, she's capable down there and she's she's just hitting her straps. So uh, hopefully Cody can put it a bit closer and uh, – I think if you got, I think you'll get around sort of three dollars plus. Uh, main danger is probably Bow Bun, who that's right off, over here as well. It's off just, their Victorian form is is no competitor, it, but it does get blinkers first time for Trinder, and they tend to improve. It was, a, it was just in the most recent one before that it was being sold as well. Ex Robbie Griffiths thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, around three dollars, maybe two fifty plus. She's a she. She looks maybe the one again, Stone Cold Stunner. So Nico's going to try and uh, book in the card here, and uh, the next race is race nine. It's a benchmark sixty over two hundred meters. Done his homework here. Trial Gigi's Gemstone. Uh, pretty good work here. It's in the uh, the lime green. Gigi's colours with the uh, the purple sleeves. Nico, Nico, tell us where you like it. Yeah, I remember watching his trial prior to his debut run where he was off the map in the betting and he was really fierce in that trial. I think this is probably the most tractable we've seen him. He's come back, come back, uh, comes back this campaign as a four-year-old now. They've taken a bit of gear off and thought this is a really strong piece of work. Um, he sort of he doesn't really beat much in this trial, but uh, just the way he sort of goes about it. This is probably one of the more progressive horses in Tasmania. The horse to his outside bold instinct is a thousand meter horse and very sharp. So he puts it away quite well. Um, he got to sort of the Tasmanian um, guineas last preparation and didn't sort of measure up there, but his best run was at Launceston. I think it was on one of the big meetings there and he ran third behind Muscle Up and Alvarino. Probably should have won that race. Uh, probably wasn't Siggy's best ride. Alvarino, the start after that, actually came to Victoria and ran second at Brun King in a very high rating race at Soundown. So that form looks well enough for this. He's unbeaten fresh. That seems to be where you get the best of him. Barrier number five, hopefully Siggy just keeps him out of trouble and if that trial's anything to go by, I don't know what you sort of made of that DK, but um, cool. he looks like he's flying. 
strong yeah, horse. Looked, yeah, looked looked strong, good. And uh, I was just saying to you, Nico, about the vision down there. Geez, the the ArtRacing.com or whoever's videoing the trials over here you can try and copy the pixelation that Tasform well, Pro uses over there for the quality of vision. Jeez. That's what you get when you use the proper cameras. Like proper cameras, that's right. They probably use the camera, the same camera they use. Well, they would be. They use the same looks camera exactly the, the same oh. as race day. Yeah. Whereas down here, they just use um, Whatever. a few Mickey Mouse setups. <laughs> yeah. Do they feel unbelievable. Really unbelievable. <laughs> 2023. Yeah. Hey? Unbelievable. No, yeah. The, yeah. If... The problem with the trial setup in Victoria is they don't want to pay as much no. for the TV coverage to go and film it because it's cheaper to have, you know, outside mobs and contractors film it who don't have as good gear. So yep. that's why they're packing them. Yeah, Pete, straight. Moore, Pete Moore Gandy's still doing the like Western District trials and stuff, isn't he? Of whatever he's yeah, got. Like the, the bloke that feels like the Packenham back straight jump outs, like he's out of hiding for oh nothing. The horses God. are nearly a kilometre away from him, probably on a camera that's worth a thousand bucks. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a shambles in itself, but they're yeah. going well down there in Tassie with their their filming. It's, it's actually not a bad jurisdiction once you get your head around it. You, you don't have to deal with some bad rides from time to time, but um, you probably have to bring back your staking a little bit compared, say, to Victoria where, you know, you can bet up on the good jockeys. But, you know, you can find horses like G.G. Gemstone who, who have a fair bit of ability and um, come up against, you know, horses – even on his race Friday night, that looked pretty limited. Not sure what price he'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if he's odds on, but uh, I think he'll just be winning. So uh, hopefully uh, we can get the result there. And if you want the uh, the full tips for the Launceston Mean, they'll be up on the uh, the racing.com tipping hub. Uh, did all the form for that yesterday. It looks a pretty good card, so you can uh, get all the tips there if you want to tune in. But, uh, yep, good weekend of racing and uh, Tassie Friday night. Hopefully do you uh, launch us off. Tell you what, DK. They've got logins, so once you sign up an account, it's free at tazracing.com.au and you get all the different, uh, the head-ons, the steward vision. So if you don't sign up an account, you can just get the normal vision that you just seen then, but they've got multi-camera angles as well. So if uh, if you need a wet towel for uh, for watching that, DK, there's more. There's the steak knives and there's <laughs> everything included as well. So I think we might have found your little uh, little nook <laughs> and neck of the woods. DK. They do black book and then you can get them via SMS or email as well oh, and a yeah. breeder made of mine since you're buying horses dk mm. he, he a, a breeder mate of mine buys horses sends them over to tassie and spells them over there because it's uh, a better value play to put the put the mares and put all your horses over there so you can actually get a better rate okay so apple isle we go north don't we dk we go north go north quality your racing poon, your poon. i wish they raced there every week your poon um nico let's just say friday night now, are they still going to do their Wednesdays? Are they moving more meetings to Friday to go inside Mooney Valley? Or I think they it? have moved more meetings to Friday night. An article I read the other day, but they they'd still do have sense. a few Wednesday night yeah. meetings. Um, yeah, easily makes sense, you know, when you, you've got the valley and there's nothing for those punters to do in between and there's no yeah. Canterbury on. I know yeah. Morpherville have a, a twilight meeting as well. So, you know, it's... It does seem like a bit of cohesion there, um, yeah. and that's probably a good thing for racing, isn't it? If you can get nights like that where you can get a lot of turnover due to you know, more people being able to bet late on a Friday night, that's probably a good thing, and uh, it's probably what a place like Tasmania needs, all the turnover they can get to uh, keep enhancing their product. Mm. Outstanding stuff. All right, so get around Tassie. Make sure you get yourself a uh, tasracing.com.au and account and uh, start watching the replays there. Another place to uh, make cash. Speaking of making cash, Donnie's best. Donnie's back. He's got a moral this weekend. Cracker this week. Race seven, number 16, Brosnan at Eagle Farm. It's a moral this week. Massive job back in grade. It's only racing group enlisted company. Last time I was the track, got beat two lengths in the group two. Queensland, Guineas. Barrier one helps. 1,500 meter is perfect. $4, free money. 
Go get it. Oh, geez, I don't know if it's free money, but uh, it looks exceptionally well placed, Brosnan, around the sort of the $4 mark from... Uh, gate one. Gate one. He's with me. The map's gate one, Brosnan gate one. Gate one. So it, it'll just be in the cupboard for for both races. But the top two promo that we're going to finally get across the line, Tristan's given us $8.50, sort of taking us on. He's given us a couple of rolls there, 50 bucks per customer. So if you think Brosnan's immoral and you're going to get on board me, the map is immoral, top two, both of them, $8.50, 50 bucks per person. Both gate one. Both gate one. It's going to be gut-wrenching stuff, but oh. short, you know, conserve energy. At least you're getting a Pray price. for a split. Yeah. Pray for split. $8.50. Yeah. I'll be honest. And I like that your horse has show. got the mad turn of foot when we watched the replay where it was under the bat for 712 metres. I thought, yeah, I, but I'm not going to say it doesn't have a turn of foot in Adelaide. That's the scary part. What? At least, at least Brosnan's grey, so from gate one you'll be able to see him. The whole, if it looks like it's struggling at 1,400, what's it going to do to the bloody dropping grade up to 2,000? It'll just blow them away. It could win by five, the map. It, it probably won't. I'm happy I got the $11. Top Sport Steamers, Kovalika, Walt said it needed hurdles, almost big egg on face, almost saved my How day. How good was the ride? Huh? How good was the ride? It was the best ride I've ever seen. Two best rides of all. Winner was not a bad ride, but the ride from Blake Sheen on Golden Mile, go 15 above in an Epsom and not get home is <laughs> unbelievable. And, and Marrera's ride on the second horse was unbelievable as well. Yeah, it was terrific. Uh, top sports team, let's see if they can go one better. Hopefully not for the layers of Romantic Warrior because there's $4,000 saying it will win at $2.30 here. For my mail is that it could win by default and it's close to its top but still some some left in well, it. But horse, horse flying. Climb over glass to hold that bet, surely. Win, lose or draw, I'm not saying. I, that, that is a great bet for a bookie to hold early. Like, just, would you like it again, sir? Backing or laying, Melbourne boys? Oh, sit, sitting on the fence at the moment. Yeah, neither. Yeah, I'm doing some of all. So I to... Yeah, how do you line it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, how do you line him up? He's a class animal, but first run over here, he's got to travel, do it all, have his first look around here with a bit, bit of improvement till his grand final. So, um, but he... If you're a bookie, it's a no-brainer, though, isn't it? Oh, nice start to your book, isn't it? Gee whiz. 100%. 4,230 on a Wednesday or a Thursday, I'm mm. a favourite. Some, some of the ratings he's produced overseas, I've heard a few who talk about him say that they could mark him at sixty in the Turnbull. So, I don't know, he's, he's obviously got a lot of ability, but um, the main aim is the Cox Plate, so I, I would have to wait to the yard to even think about backing him. But uh, in in saying that, he doesn't come up against much in the, in that race, really. There's no other no. wait for age horse in the race. And he's it's not a time on a Turnbull. I mean, yeah. not a... A vintage Turnbull. It's I a good say. race. It's, it's got a lot of angles and it's good deep. Race. But, Great race. But if he's if yeah. he's at his best, he's he's the only weight for age horse in the race, really. West Wind blows. I was obviously as a made mention to and Osipenko's got upside, hasn't he? He could be a weight for age horse. Osipenko could be. Yeah, he, he much improved last start. So Coming maybe out of three get, really slowly run races, getting up to his trip. Mm. And the other horse I think is ready to peak is Francesco Guardi. Looks big odds at twenty one dollars. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether he wants further and they're not whether even worried about trying. this race. That's the problem. That's scary. Yeah. Like, You'd think Osipenko and Sulcom are the two from that stable that are – and even Sulcom probably not. I'd say Osipenko's the one certainly that's trying. This must be your bet then, race eight, number 11. I swear to God, every week someone just knocks this price off every every time on this show. $808, Sulcom. Yeah, you're going to be last the fence with the wrinkle. Like, It can win. It's probably the horse you have to save on to – because if it gets 16 inside runs and bursts at you, you're going to be filthy, but I don't think you could bet up on it. 
It's just that it just strikes you as that horse that just explodes at Flemington, doesn't it? That but it's not won there. It's weird, isn't it? So it's well, only had three or four goes there, but it hasn't won there. Yeah, it's weird. I, I thought the same thing. Uh, Walter be dancing by the race six at Rose Hill. He's going to do the Macarena uh, race six number thirteen. Macarena two hundred fourteen dollars. Macarena. Yeah, so he's yeah very unlucky first start behind um, whatever that thing was that come down the outside, um, and then came out and sort of got a sore back from Zach and still got home at um, at Canterbury in a maiden. So huge class rise for it, but it does have a lot of upside. Nice looking type of a. Creature with upside, but it's sort of getting deeper into its first prep. I'm not going to knock it at $14, but interesting. It's actually a horse that looks like it will perform well in a, in a big field with strong tempo, so it'll be good to see how it goes. Hmm. Sometimes these uh, horses like NCAP that just come through these golden roads, they're just too good for it's them It's a late sometimes. nom too, right? It's hmm. a late nom. That like, oh, this field just yeah. looks like a bit of a pushover. Set and- outside leader in a in a golden rose. How much does that take out of you? And now you've got to sort of back up into a race. It's a bit of an afterthought. It's... um. Yeah, it's 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 tough, but it's on form. He's going to go close, isn't he? But he's uh, yeah, it's tough to chime in at odds on, especially. I think he's had it. I think that was his grand final. Hmm. Is Gaz hard on his horses? Um, Portelli. Oh, I, I don't know what he does. To be fair, it's very hard to find his horses in general. But this horse is obviously a pretty special talent, and you know he can get him going. Don't get me wrong, like Fireburn as well. Fireburn's one of the weirdest place horses in the world, and the Hill Stakes second up off a thirteen hundred meter run. Um, but yeah, so he must be jamming some work into a few of them to be doing things like that. Hmm. Okay. As a rule, I think they race themselves fit though the stable. Yep. And the last one here is Murray Bridge Race Three, number one thousand uh, on second to none at three dollars thirty. Um, it's got had some really good form early in its uh, last prep, but more importantly, I think the Clark and Nicky O'Shea stable are back in business. Obviously, that Ironclad. In the Balaclava Cup, looked like it meant a world of world to uh, Will Clark, and I think they must have just unloaded and uh, bet up on Ironclad that day. He was in tears after the race, nearly. But um, yeah, that, that that could be a bit trickier that race. But um, obviously, there's a bit of confidence there with a thousand dollars on. But um, even a horse like Aztec Dance is a bit of a chance there. But need to do a little bit more homework on that one before just spearing into the three dollars ten or three dollars thirty for that one. And DK, it's your turn now for another uh, sick beat after uh, last Friday. What do you got for us, brother? Uh, I've got, uh, we've had plenty of talk about Blinker's first time here in the last couple of weeks, so I've got one tomorrow. And this is a good one because the best ones, as probably Walt and Nico will know, when you're doing the form, the start before, when you say, well, I've done something wrong, geez, this horse needs Blinker's, and then the Blinker's go on. So this horse race three, number four, Warnable Friday, three, four, Lod, Lod Rock or Lod Brock, Lod Brock. He um he was good the other day. He just I don't know what happened. He just he just lost concentration coming around the turn, or he just was hit a flat spot or something. Um, and it was costly. And uh, anyway, he had the very strong SPD. He was heavily backed in town on debut. It's heavily tried there. Mickey O and a thing of um the camp that's flying. Pat Carey and Nackers beat him home. Um, now he gets the blinkers. Uh, so I guess the blinkers get a nice and Farley does a good job. He's like he's one of those aggressive European jocks, um, so I think that'll suit him with the shades. So um, I think they can make a big difference for him. And uh, if he, he'd want to be winning better races than a, um, a 1700 maiden at Warrnambool on a Friday. So Blinker's first time on Lodbrock. Don't know what price it'll be again. Last week we didn't said that, and they went and put up 440 last week. So um, yeah, 
Well, I don't think he'll be those odds, but um, I thought he'd be hard to beat Lod Brock. Very, very profitable when my uses put the blinkers on as oh, well. Oh, there you go. You've definitely got to look out for that. They are hot strike rate and big profit on turnover, so it's definitely a positive when they use them. <laughs> Rings a bell, that horse, but I've got no idea why. Nico, you might – have you tipped this horse one day? Yeah, well, we tipped, we tipped Mickey to beat him on the syndicate the run prior, so – We'll look around him last time, but good. he did a bit wrong. So he's he's got the improvement, doesn't and he? And that'll be good form. Mickey has a nice horse. And, yeah, Mickey has uh, in a listed race on yeah, Saturday. So. Yeah, that's, I think that's the best form going into a Friday 1700 at Warrnambool. Would have thought so, DK. Beautiful. That's why I know the horse. All right, I think uh, that's a wrap on the show. Look, 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 what? What, have you, what do you want? DK, did you know, I'm just looking at this bloke's, uh, uh, what is it? All roads, the registration on his thing. His name is Nicholas Allwin. Heathcote. I think he's changed his name. His middle name is All Win. <laughs> all winners. It's not true. All Win. All, all seconds. That can't be a real name. All seconds. Alwyn. He's trying to tell me it's Alwyn, but I'm and looking Alwyn. at it. It says All Win. I had no idea. Nicholas Alwyn Heathcote. He's there changed his name by Depole. That's when you know. Someone said, I think it was you, DK. You said he was funny down at the, the Betfair event. All is he win. funny? Well, oh, oh, hey. well, we've got a very big comedic aspect to uh, hidden away there. So. Uh, <laughs> All win. Yeah, well, that's funny in itself, isn't it, that he calls himself all win? That's actually <laughs> comedic. <laughs> that's too my, I still, my car got stolen in July uh, July 12th, and I got the call yesterday. It's not ready until before Christmas, 17th of December, if everything goes right. So I'm tipping I'm not winning on anything to do with car or the rego or the insurance that's now ballooned to 1,300 to, to 2,000 metres. So we need winners this weekend. I'm not winning. I'm not Nicholas all win. I'm all loss. All loss. You're I'm battling. The map all bust. That's why that's why crab and bug roll. It's the only bit of happiness I get in my life. Okay, that's a wrap from us. Thanks, uh, boys down in Melbourne. Thanks, DK, and uh, thanks, Nico. Big show. Hopefully, plenty of winners. Oh my God! You just look at it. As you said, Gumbauer. There's just racing everywhere. So make sure you bet with patience and enjoy the weekend. I hope it's uh, full of winners for you boys down there. Good luck. Good. Good luck and goodbye. Thank you. Oh,